everyone, it's Lindsay and Allie. And are you living with regrets? Well, guys, it's officially time for our first episode of Regrets, brought to you by our prompt. Tell us about a time that you had regret while drinking a little too much. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Are you ready? (laughs) I think so. Um, We didn't title any of these, and we're going to attempt not to talk too much about them. We do have six, and most of them are pretty long, Um, so I think because we talk a lot, (laughs) Um, we're just going to avoid it as much as possible unless we have a quick little comment to make. But I don't think with these prompts, just with the expectation that we're going to get more than we normally would put in an episode because we want to put them all together, that we are going to elaborate too much on them. Yeah, we'll just have a little quick like, ooh, kind of thing at the end. Yeah. Chat it out for a second and then move on to the next one. Keep on trucking. Okay. So this first regret about a time while this person was drinking a little too much, is, okay, let me take you back to the weekend of my 20th birthday. It's the day before my birthday, and it's a Thursday night. I just get home from work, grabbed a salad and waffle fries from Chick-fil-A, you know, hot girl shit. (laughs) I had all intentions of staying in and just relaxing before the weekend events to come. My roommates had balloons and shots waiting for me when I got home. I agreed to party that night, but was going to, quote, take it easy. The last thing that I remember is them playing birthday bitch at midnight and taking a pull of fireball. And when I say pull, I mean, I drank that whole bottle down so fast. I was like, I was, it was like I was chugging water. Hours later, my roommates safely get me home and all cleaned up and into bed. The next morning, I wake up to my phone vibrating and it's my uncle calling me. I was confused. Little backstory, my uncle lived about 30 minutes away from where I went to school and worked in the city that I went to school. My first thought when I saw he was calling was straight confusion. I groggily answered the phone and he says, come answer the door. I sit up, confused, surrounded by towels all over me in bed, my roommate lying next to me. I stumble down the stairs, head still spinning, and open the door. Knowing that I look like absolute shit, my uncle says, well... You're alive, so that's a good sign, before he takes off after checking on me and explaining why he was at my doorstep. He says, I would tell you that it won't happen again, but we've all been there, and it will happen again. I then went throughout the day basically feeling like I was on the verge of alcohol poisoning and death. My family came up the next day, or sorry, for the day, to celebrate my birthday with me and go for supper that night. We made a trip to Menards. At this point, there was nothing left in my system, so I... So I was, I, sorry, I had no idea what I kept getting sick from or what I even was able to keep down for supper. When we left the parking lot, my grandma was driving and we hit a stop sign. And you know that feeling when I know you have hands start sweating, mouth gets clammy, (laughs) mouth getting clammy. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I did not read this one. (laughs) So this is all brand new to me. Um, I was about to vomit for at least the 10th time of the day. Luckily, right across from the stop sign, there was an empty driveway that was calling my name. (laughs) (laughs) I barely got the door opened, seatbelt still latched, and I'm puking out the side of the vehicle as this sweet, very concerned old couple pulls over to ask my grandma if everything is okay. All (laughs) All while I'm heaving abruptly on the other side. 
She waves them on and just laughs at me. The evening goes on. A pack of saltines and a bottle of 7-Up later, I was able to make it to dinner and celebrate appropriately this time. Smiley face. Sorry that was super long, but I wanted to give you all the juicy details that I could. I recovered and still had a good time. I have yet to learn my lesson. Don't know if I ever will, but YOLO. (laughs) Love you both. Thank you for doing what you do. Keep it weird, but not too weird that you spend your birthday near the verge of death. Heart, heart. That's a morbid. This is a morbid listener. Keep it weird. I just love that you have good roommates that that took you home. That's my comment. Waking up with fucking towels around you. Were you naked? I need to know. Like, were you naked? Did they have to bathe you? Did they say that? I don't remember. I'm just imagining my grandma would kill me. (laughs) I can just see her now. So disappointed. Oh, oh shoot. Gosh. Okay. Good one. I mean, I think yeah, everyone's yeah, everyone's been there on yeah. a celebratory birthday. Oh, Live too hot. Good one. <laughs> All right. Our second regret of the evening. My boyfriend and I decided to go out and have a few drinks as it was a Friday night. Nothing out of the ordinary. We started at one location and went to another and another, and before we knew it, it was 4 a.m. We had my family Christmas the next day, or should I say today? We went home and set our alarms to wake us up at 10 a.m., which would allow for plenty of time to shower and drive over to Christmas. We, however, did not go right to bed that night and decided to fool around in bed, if you know what I mean. (laughs) 10 a.m. hit, and we said absolutely not and reset the alarm for 10.30 and went back to sleep. We, however, did not hit the 10.30 alarm. It was set for 10.30 p.m., not a.m. We woke up around 11. How? I have no idea. And we both raced into the shower and hit the road. We had to stop at my boyfriend's sister's house on the way to pick up some cinnamon rolls to take to enjoy with our family. But that was one of the longest 20-minute drives of my life as I was violently hungover. <laughs> you got a lot of booze hounds. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I believe we stopped two or three times during the drive so I could hurl my guts out on the side <laughs> of the road. We eventually got to his sister's house and there we came to find out she did not have a babysitter for the day and she had to get to work. So what did we do? We loaded up our kids and took them with us to my family Christmas. This is exactly what my hangover did not call for, caring for two children, one a toddler and one a baby. We finally make it over to my family, which was very late at this point, late enough that no one wanted cinnamon rolls as they were done eating the late lunch my grandmother had planned for. (laughs) We all decided to do a toast as this was the very first Christmas without my grandfather. I got one whiff of beer and had to excuse myself to the bathroom (laughs) to once again hurl my guts out. This was not normal for me. I typically was one to grab another beer after being hungover and keep drinking and deal with the hangover another day. This was awful. I didn't think much of it and just thought I was just dehydrated and unwell. We went home and everything was great. I felt better and the kids were uh, behaving amazingly. Wonderful, right? And not so much. A few weeks later, we got invited to go on a party bus to celebrate a friend's birthday. As I was getting ready to go, I thought, man, it's been a long time since I had my period. Oh, no. I wonder what's going on. I decided to take a pregnancy test just in case, since we were going to be spending yet another weekend consuming a few too many alcoholic beverages. The directions on the test said to wait three minutes for the result. I believe it wasn't even a minute later, and I had my result positive. My jaw dropped. I couldn't believe it. That one drunken night completely changed my life forever. 
Fast forward to current day, my little girl is my absolute whole world. I cannot imagine living a life without her in it. I'm still with her father, and we are over the moon in love with our family. Well, during the moment that I received my positive pregnancy test, I had so much regret and couldn't believe how stupid I was to be careless. But honestly, now, I wouldn't change it for the world. Oh. Holy crap. When it was back and it said, I was so sick, like I've never been before. I was like, pregnant. <laughs> and I was like, that's ridiculous, because I have not read. I mean, like I said, most of these are really long, and... I just have not like looked through them very closely. Right. So we just copy paste. We basically copy and pasted them, and yeah, we're reading them I exactly what we're as getting we got into. Them. So. <laughs> oh well, I'm glad that that Shoot. what you thought was a very negative situation ended up turning to be great. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> love it. Love it. All right. Third regret. Disclaimer: I am not proud that a majority of my worst mistakes revolve around drinking. I was severely depressed, lonely and it quickly became the Band-Aid I was putting on an open wound. But drinking led to more open wounds, and eventually I ran out of Band-Aids. This person is a, like, poet. I love that. goodness. Um, Almost all my friendships were regrettably built off a foundation around drinking around this time, which was my fault since I was so quick to say yes, considering I feared being alone most days with my thoughts and always wanted to stay busy as a distraction. Then it led to relationships that started around drinking. Now, while some relationships happen successfully at a bar, this was not the case for me. I hadn't dated in several years, so when I met this guy at a bar and continued talking to him, he told me everything I wanted to hear. I was quick to jump and trust him because he seemed genuine. But I was vulnerable. As I had mentioned, I was extremely depressed and lonely. He made comments regarding... Sorry. He made comments regarding what our future would look like in a timeline fashion. Three months from now, you'll be moved in. Six months from now, we'll be engaged. A year from now, we could have kids running around. I'm telling you, he was experienced and knew exactly what he was doing. I began spending more time around him, staying the night at his house when he'd call me late at night. Looking back, I know that I shouldn't, I know that should have been a huge sign. People had warned me of his potential since apparently his behavior is repetitive, but I didn't see him the way everyone else did. Eventually, red flags began to show. He'd only talk to me after he had been drinking all night. He wouldn't respond for extended periods of time unless he wanted me to come over. He would gaslight me when I'd tell him I was upset because he'd only reach out when I was convenient to him and needing something from me. He'd switch up stories and tell people lies to make me out to be crazy when, in all seriousness, he was just taking advantage of who I was as a person in the most desperate and hurtful time of my life. I still continued to go back through until one morning it all changed. He left for work pretty early, and after he said goodbye, I rolled over to put my phone on his charger and noticed a pair of pearl earrings on his nightstand. I know those did not belong to me, and we had been talking at this point for several months. My body went entirely numb. I took a picture of the earrings and sent them to him, letting him know what I had found and that I was done. I ran outside and threw them in his yard. He sent me a text saying to enjoy the lawnmower bill if he popped a tire on one of those earrings. And I told him I'd be getting checked and to enjoy my medical bills. (laughs) Petty, I know. And yes, I ended up being okay. Even better, his mom was outside watching this go down the entire time without my knowledge that she was there. He continued to make me out to be crazy. And after some time, I went my separate way and decided to take control of my life. I'm so glad I am where I am now and that I prioritize my worth much more. My circle is small of trustworthy, uplifting people, and the relationship I'm now in is much healthier. 
You live and you learn, but I will never dead. I almost said deadpan. <laughs> I will never depend on alcohol again to mask any trauma or experience. Oh, geez. Wow. I think that a lot of people have like that exact issue of like using alcohol mm-hmm. to like escape life when in reality it does not no. do anything. And some people worse, never usually. get out of it. So no. good job to you for getting out of it. Yeah. Way That's to realize awesome. that. I'm glad that you are now in um, healthy and uplifting uh, relationships. That's awesome. just a better spot. Ooh. Mm. All right. Our fourth regret. In college, I used to like to have fun just a little too much. And by too much fun, I mean drink too much and wonder what the fuck I was thinking the next day. (laughs) But it was a good time always. One night, we broke into an empty dorm building, threw a party, too many people were vaping in there, and the fire alarms went off. The big old security guard came busting into the building, and I jumped out the window. Don't worry, it was a first floor window, so I wish it sounded much cooler. (laughs) And ran to another party. I got so drunk that I fell into the pond on campus and lost my keys. I crawled through a random window of a house on campus and slept on the floor. Okay, so it turned out to be a familiar house because my old fuck buddy kicked me in the side and brought me to his room. I slept there and couldn't stop farting. I woke up with the worst diarrhea ever and blew up his toilet. (laughs) I cried and ran back to my house before he woke up. I threw up in the pond on campus on the way home. Anyways, he was on the football team and everyone started calling me... (laughs) Everyone started calling me IBS on campus. Oh my goodness. Overall, though, I'm not living with regrets. Oh my gosh. And they spelled it the way that we spell it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm like getting tears in my eyes. Oh my gosh. He couldn't keep his mouth shut. Oh, come on. Everyone has to do it. Come on. Oh my goodness. The worst feeling ever, too, in that, like, I know this wasn't a relationship, but like that new relationship yeah. and you just got poop and well, you're at their house in general, yeah. or fart and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, girls don't fart or poop. No. What am I talking about? <laughs> oh, oh gosh. God. That was a good one. Uh, fifth one. I drank too much at a wedding. And then when I was standing by the bar waiting for my uncle to give me another shot of fireball that he put on someone else's tab, <laughs> I saw the husband staring at the wife, dancing with her friends and their kids and he was just smiling so big. I started bawling, and I don't think I stopped crying for hours. Pretty sure I just kept saying, she's just so happy. <laughs> Actually, I know, because there's videos. Oh, no. <laughs> then later, I ended up in my cousin's hotel room because the people I came with left me an hour from home without my wallet or keys. Oofta. I was so drunk that I told Siri to call my brother. And apparently it called the wrong person. So some guy I am notorious for mocking showed up with pizza and chips to pick me up and took me to my parents' house. He thought he was getting lucky, (laughs) but instead I made fun of him (laughs) the next hour playing I'm in love with the stripper by T-Pain immediately when I got into his truck. No (laughs) wiglets. Oh, gosh. I'm in love with the stripper. Oh, shoot. That's a good one. That is a good one. I can't believe they... I had my face away from the microphone. Sorry. I can't believe they left you there. No keys, no wallet. That is rotten. I glad you had your phone. You can't at least drink more if you had your wallet on you either. (laughs) Hopefully it was an open bar. (laughs) Oh, true. Hopefully. Okay. All right. So our final and sixth regret for this episode... 
Okay, so this is my brother-in-law's story, but it's too funny not to share. Literally everyone drinks a little too much on their 21st birthday, but for M, it was a lot too much. After drinking all night at the small town bar, he was dragged home to his mama's house. (laughs) Not long after, his mama found him butt naked (laughs) in the middle of the living room, swinging his shorts around his head like a lasso, And his hips in big circles yelling, woo as loud as he could. He ran naked around the house for a while before eventually getting sick and falling asleep in the bathroom. It's a story my mother-in-law will never let M or anyone else in our family oh forget. Oh my gosh, I would die. Okay, but let's be honest, who, what friend, or I don't know, maybe you were with family, drops you off at your mother's house on your 21st birthday. <laughs> no kidding, Drew. Like, come on. <laughs> you did him dirty. Oh, shoot. That was a good one. That is good. But We've said that for every single one because they've all been so funny. They have been so good. A lot of, of funny ones, fun. but we had that serious one in there, which I'm grateful for, too. Yeah. It's nice uh, to actually have, like, a little bit uplifting. I feel like a lot of our episodes have been, like, the more serious. And, yeah, like, Absolutely. Uh, what am the, Somber. I don't want to say down to earth, but that is not the right word. Yeah. But yeah. Someone else is like screaming ones. it at us. Yeah. Like, it means this. But these were fun. Yeah, they have were. these uplifting and funny ones that actually made us like cackle. I think Lindsay had tears coming out of her I eyes. I did the one. <laughs> the one got me good. Oh. oh, my goodness. Okay. So I think what our plan is is to, at the end of every prompt episode, we give the next prompt. So this is episode six. After this is posted, we'll have two weeks for you guys to respond to our next prompt. And then once that two weeks is up, it'll give us a week to record, just like this last time. Um, And then our ninth episode, so every three episodes, our ninth episode will be a prompt episode again. So, Allie, will you do the honors of reading the new prompt? (laughs) (laughs) tell us about a time that you didn't stand up for yourself and you wish that you would have because how many times have we walked away or like the next day you're like i should have said that why didn't i say that should have stuck up for myself just had a conversation today with someone that they're like i don't even i didn't even know what to do in the moment now i'm looking back and i should have done this and i'm like i know because a lot of times when things happen we freeze or we panic or we just feel a little more intimidated than we do later and after you process so I know it's happened to me a million times and I would imagine that it's happened to many of you so we want to hear about it yes we will uh, put that up on our google submission then today and like Lindsay said the two weeks span we'll have it closed then on that two week Friday I'll look it up we were unprepared okay so this is gonna post the 13th and then it will close March 31st. All right. March 31st. It'll close. And then that following week, then we will give it to you again with give that prompt episode. <laughs> Just a reminder for our submissions, um, you can always send them to theregretspodcast at gmail.com. A reminder that we can see who sends in those submissions. So if you want to remain anonymous, let us know. And you can also send it to our completely anonymous Google form, which we have attached on our link tree on all of our social media pages. And speaking of social media, we have a Facebook page, Living With Regrets, and an Instagram, at Living With Regrets. We do have a TikTok that we've talked about, but we've decided we're just going to hold off on the TikTok for a while until we get a little better setup when I move. Yeah. And we have our pod lab. to come strong 
on season two, which we also haven't talked about. Two. Might as well. Here we are. All right. So our first season, we will be doing 10 full episodes. Mm -hmm. So... We, like we just said, we'll have two more regular episodes with regular regrets, then we'll have our prompt episode, and then we'll do a season finale. Something fun in there yeah. for episode 10. So, and then we'll take a little break for a while to make sure that um, our brains cannot be mush, mm-hmm. and you guys can get some extra submissions in so we can have some great episodes for season two. Yep. So, that will be um, soon. Hopefully, yep. or that this will, I shouldn't say hopefully, it'll be soon that this season is over, and then it'll be soon, hopefully, that we start doing filming, getting us on TikTok and things like that, but that's really a goal for season two. Yeah. So, just a reminder, Regrets is spelled R-E-G-R-E-T-T-E-S, and yeah. Thanks for listening again to the Living with Regrets podcast. Regretfully yours, Lindsay and Allie.